Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, must admit, a tad excited. Why? Because Rugby League preseason trial action is on tonight. The preseason challenge, Fox League have the coverage. I'm off to Belmore tonight. Bulldogs v Storm, folks, we are back underway. Good morning if you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Heels, of course, along from... 6am Queensland time, or if you're not, or if you're listening, if you're not listening, you're probably not listening, Uh, but if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you on the app, or you're listening belatedly on the podcast, hope you've had a good time, thank you for tuning in any way you can, Uh, Valentine's Day yesterday, Mm. Brandy, as I welcome you, there's an outstanding piece, and and Sports Better, one of our uh, partners here. On the breakfast show, Hammy Goodman, as we know, an extraordinary talent, has posted a video on the sports bet site. What he did with his better half for Valentine's Day, blindfolded her, put her in the car, drove her off to a secret location. He took her to the Marsh Cup at North Sydney Oval. <laughs> it's a very, very good piece. Um, going along to the Marsh Cup, where New South Wales had a win uh, yesterday over Victoria. Hope you had a very, very happy Valentine's Day. I did. I, I had a good day, Bossy. Uh, and I, well, part of the day involved watching a little bit of the Marsh Cup. Marsh Cup, nice. <laughs> I spent about half an hour watching the Marsh Cup. Had it on, left it on, had some things to do, but the Marsh Cup was on. And uh, then rain came. I didn't know if we made it back on the field for a win, but we apparently we did. So New South Wales into yes. the final of the Marsh Cup. That's that's good news. What's it again? That's Duckworth good. Lewis Stern, isn't it? Duck, yeah, it's okay. not the Duckworth Lewis, it's the Duckworth Lewis Stern. That third bloke came into the party and got in late. Mm-hmm. Now he's Moses Enrique's got plenty. But in the, in the Victorian innings, um, uh, the um, the efforts were uh, quite uh, astounding. The big scores posted. Thomas Rogers, don't know much about him, 196 of 142. Yeah, Tom Rogers. You make 196 and you're in the beaten side. That's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, North Sydney Oval though. Three twenty-one, I think, True. was their total. So North Sydney Oval, very small boundary. So uh, quite often oh. they rack up some big scores when played there. Uh, what else did I do on Valentine's Day? I, I played tennis. Yeah, had a game of All tennis. Right. Remember, I, I said yesterday. Yeah, tennis Bruce-ing, was lined up. Brucing Cooper yeah. Cronk. You, you slipped that name in, but who were mm. the others? Were there others that were going? Well, to, there was. Others, go, wow. But I, 
Yeah, no. Well, there was others. Cooper, Cooper was there in, in fine touch too. Cooper is... I And Cooper hasn't played much tennis, but you can see that Cooper is... Whatever he does, he wants to do it well. Right. <laughs> and he's someone that... Oh, I th- yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty good. Pretty handy with mm. the tennis racket and the golf clubs. So that was mm. your day. That's very. That was romantic. my day. Bit of Mars yeah. Cup, bit of tennis without tenure. No, nice, nice, nice. Well, 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 your day because you you do have footy tonight, oh, and yeah, we yeah, we touched nothing. briefly yeah. on the preparation that you have to do for oh, the wow. preseason challenge games because there is there must be a dozen players in each team throughout the preseason oh, challenge. Oh, mate, well, you're under clubbing. You're under no, clubbing, Brandy. No, it doesn't in each oh, team. Oh, in each team. Oh, well, yes, yes. Something, some you know, places more. Around, around, yeah, you're yeah. getting close to double figures in each team yep. that you don't know, that you've never seen, um, yep. and you have to learn a bit about them. So for you and the, do- the dogs and the, the Storm who do battle mm. at Belmore tonight, you, you made a phone call to Gus. You've got to get the lowdown on some of his players. Low down, low down. How was Gus? Well, well, there's 50, well, there's 56 players on show. So... It seems to me that they have put a, a restriction, they put a cap that you, each club can use 28 players and unlimited interchange. So that becomes yeah, absolute uh, lotto balls. I think where Gus is proudest of what Canterbury will turn out tonight at Belmore is that eight of the squad were in their Jersey flag premiership winning side last year. So mm. eight get their chance. And, and none of the eight have played first grade. So, you know, this is, this is a big deal. You know, names like Harry Hayes are going to be running out there tonight. Eli Clark and the setters, who we've, we've seen uh, briefly last year in the preseason challenge, but they've all had good success. Uh, the young half O'Neill, who was the captain of that side, he's a, a big talent. So excited. I mean, this is the point you made yesterday. Opportunity to see these young players. Now, they won't be in round one, but... No. You know, come middle of the year, later in the year, injuries hit, and all of a sudden they lob, and you say, oh, he's the kid I saw back at the start of the That's year right. and, you know, who, who scored that try or made that break. And, um, yeah, I, I think, again, and, and, yeah, excuse my bias, but oh, I do work for Fox League. I think it's a great service. Yeah, I've been a footy fan all my life and I can remember, you know, trying to keep track of trials. You've got little newspaper reports and a line here or there and you might get a one-camera clip. It's an outstanding coverage now. It is. Really, it's next level. It's next level and it gets you ready and it gets you excited uh, for the season, having you, you know, every you, single preseason game covered. Yeah, you know what's become bigger, and that is the coverage of the and, and News Limited, the Telegraph certainly um, have held up their end of the bargain, covering the the juniors, mm. the SG Ball, the Harold Matthews. Like they they do previews on on those games, and I think and when you look online and the coverage that some of the the websites give the juniors. It's enormous. Yeah. I tell you, and another thing, and I get a little romantic. You know, it's a Thursday night. I, I wasn't sort of thinking trial matches would be late Thursday, but it's full dress rehearsal for the NRL season. But going back to Belmore, I, you know, I um, do I want to go to Belmore every week? The answer is honestly, no. But gee, I like going there because it reminds me, you know, as a kid, went to Belmore plenty of times and... Um, yeah, you, uh, you used to train in, and then you'd walk down the street and grab something to eat, walk through the park into Belmore. Um, it's still got something. You know, the train line down one end makes it unique mm-hmm. in our NRL. I, 
I don't know. Do you have a football memory of Belmore, Brandy, from your oh, playing yeah. days? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, Belmore. Well, well, when the hill was packed. Vossi, I came. I well, I I started in '84, so the dogs were the dogs of war. Um, yeah. In in '84, like they had a brutal pack. But I, yeah, my '83 when I was still at school, Paul Langmack was playing. He left Fairfield mm. in '82. He was playing yeah. for the dogs in '83. So, and I used to stay at his house every so often in, instead of driving home to Penrith. Right. So I'd stay. So I'd sometimes I'd go to Enemy training. territory. <laughs> well, I'd go into Bell. I, I would. I'd go and watch him train with because Mick Hardis was the coach of the 23s mm. and he coached our school side. So yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go to Bulldogs training in 83 while I was still at school, watch the Bulldogs mm. train. Yeah. Uh, and then 84, I was playing against them. And we had some... Uh, <laughs> They were brutal. The dogs. Well, you would have actually. You would have played Parramatta at Belmore because when we Parramatta, did. you know, lost eighty four, eighty five. There, yep. yeah, exactly. It was Belmore for a couple of seasons through some very good years. It just leaves a question. Look, I'll, th- I'll throw it out there because not everyone is as romantic of when it comes to rugby league as me in suburban grounds. They say no, they want big stadium policy. They want the creature comforts of you know your Allianz Stadium. Mm. But what's your favourite suburban ground? Let us know, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The suburban ground that still ticks the boxes for you, that you like going to. Is there one? Is there one above others? See, as I say, Leichhardt Oval, I, I, I don't complain about the traffic because I don't mind parking a long way away and doing the walk. The walk is part of the day at Leichhardt Oval. Because you know Coming what you're down, getting. Down to the ground. That's right. So I don't try and park you know, in and around the ground. I'm no. happy to walk down from Roselle, from Victoria You know the Road. deal. It's never been yeah. any different. So, you know, I, I like going to Brookvale Oval. I, you know, I used to love North Sydney Oval, Henson Park. So your favourite suburban ground, is there one that you still like going to above others? If you want to put the slipper into another, you can. But one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's talk a little bit of a day on from Valentine's Day. Let's get a little romantic about old-fashioned suburban grounds. Remember Penrith Park? What about the old vision of Penrith Park, Brady? You just had a post and rail fence. Like it yeah. really was a park. It was a park. It's just so the a footy park. Po- there was a post and rail fence, just a single rail, and that, and the and the fans would be expected to stand behind that while while watching the game on the park. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember the old stand there, which, which was just a yeah. little concrete stand. Uh, I don't think it had a roof on it. it was just yeah, yeah. yeah hundred seats in it. Uh, text in your favourite grounds as well. Text in your favourite grounds on the Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736. Guests coming up today, Ivan Cleary. Um, we got him a Signet Boost Power Bank, so the phone will be on. He's in. Mark Carrianis, of course, will be on the program. Uh, by the way, get your questions in for Ivan. Um, we've got a few carrying over from yesterday, but if you're tuned in now, know that we've got Ivan Cleary coming up after 7 o'clock. You can text in some questions, 0457 736 736. Les Kiss. On the program, ready? Yes. Kangaroo Tour with Les Kiss? Uh, 86 Kangaroo Tour with, yep. with Kissy, yeah, who was in the test side and then um, hurt his knee, and I'm pretty sure it was Halifax. And I remember uh, uh, Bill Monaghan, Dr. Bill Monaghan, said, oh, there's a, there's a problem, but it, you should be all right. Now, Les Kiss, in the end, had to come home and have a, a total reconstruction, which back in the mid-'80s was a huge operation. You know, yeah, you cut yeah, from... Yeah. You know, mid thigh down to down to your shin and open Fair right up. <laughs> wow, oh, that's a big, that's a big, horrific, zipper. horrific. <laughs> uh, so that, the leg that off. Put it, 
that put an end to oh, Kissy's. Hang uh, on a second. Hang on a second. I'm just going to. So you're saying from mid thigh mm. down to mid shin. Yeah. What, the surgeon just taking a, taking a stab where the, where the <laughs> ligament is or wasn't sure? Fossey, I, I remember I remember Joe Vitanza, you know, who, who started with me in, in the early mid-80s, and Joe did his knee, and I remember him, like, it, it took forever for him to come back, and he, the cut on his leg was, it had to be had to be 10 inches. Wow. Like, it was, it, it, Man. things have yeah. improved. Why have we got Les Kiss on? We better answer that. Les Kiss is now uh, the Les coach. Les Kiss is the, uh, the new coach uh, of the Queensland Reds. Right. So Kissy, who has been coaching overseas for a long time, um, yep. uh, had a stint with the Waratahs back in the early 2000s, but uh, has been overseas coaching in England and Ireland, but uh, oh. is back coaching the Queensland Reds this season. Not everyone's aware that Ivan Cleary didn't come on our show yesterday. Is that correct, Brandy? Not everyone, some, some people sort of well, imagined he did come on. Was that because well, we played the song? Well, Vossi, after I uh, yeah, after I jumped, I finished tennis, jumped in the car, and I was listening to Joel and Fletch on the way home, and they said, uh, "Jump on the podcast and listen to the boys this morning." They had Ivan Cleary on. No, no, not quite. <laughs> Misinformation uh, there, Joel. Didn't quite uh, get the mail. So, so Joel um, didn't obviously didn't hear us no, interview. No, he, no. Doesn't, he doesn't listen at all. Joel's just a uh, <laughs> bullshit artist. Um, Pink, what happened to Pink, Brandy? Pink, because it's over your way. Northern Beach is not my go. Um, Pink denied entry into the Manly Skiff Club on Monday night after staff asked her to provide ID so that she could be signed into the club, and she mm. doesn't have any ID. So they said, "Go." They brushed her. So what, what person at the door? Party. Turn so her she, away, so, Pink. And a so whole bunch of people, not just her on on her um, on her, on a pat. She she was there with a group and had a booking. And then I think she paid. In. She paid for the booking as well. So she put a deposit down on the booking uh, sure. to bring some of her entourage yeah. in for dinner at the Manly Skiff Club, and they brushed her. She didn't have any ID. If you were Pink, would you hmm. book under the name Pink, or would you go under the? We learnt what her name was the other day. Dan, what's her yeah. real name? Anyone? Was Alicia Moore? Or what was Alicia Moore. Alicia Moore. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, memory. Well done. Alicia mm. Moore. Would she have just made the bookie under Alicia Moore or Pink? Well, it shouldn't have mattered. Like, once she got mm. there, mm. and if it was Alicia Moore, she could say, look, that's my real name, but yeah. here I am. I'm but Pink. But I'm Pink. But what if the person at the front desk says, I prove you're Pink, and she have to start going into a little routine, <laughs> I'm not here for your entity. <laughs> like, she starts going through, nope, that's not it. And then Jessica, who knew? Um, and, you know, she just goes through all her songs. I'm just rattling off them yeah. like I'm a big fan. Right. Um, but uh, they, they turned her away. Like was it, that a Robbie Williams didn't have a happy song, ending. by the way? It didn't, sorry? Was that a Robbie Williams song you were singing then? What was that? I don't, was know. It? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I yeah, don't but, know. But, I, shame, on the, shame on the Skiff Club. But it could it just be a solo act. Just the one person at the door, young, young bloke, just... Not. Uh, Do you no, think she ne- said? Never been to the fish markets. Never been to Bondi Beach. Doesn't. Not a pink fan. No. Yeah. Just brushed her. Give her the Just brushed her. <laughs> they are embarrassed oh, about it. The skiff yeah. club. Oh, a tad. Uh, a and late. one last one before a break. False teeth that Sir Winston Churchill wore as he made his fa- some famous addresses have been snapped up, and that's a bit of a pun, at uh, at auction for thirty six thousand dollars. His false teeth. 
um, not getting thirty six thousand dollars. What would they? What state would they be in? And who? Who on earth would buy them? Not really a big no. conversation started. Wouldn't think. Oh, I want to show you something. You came over for a party. Oh, I'll show you something. I could just put you in the way. Oh, yeah. What do you got? A car? You know. Well, I've never board. been big on buying anything like that, mm. bossy. Yeah, I, 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 you've got no collectibles, have you? Do you collect anything uh, like the? A bit of a hoarder, have to admit. Yes, I do have right. a bit of hoarding. Uh, so you yes. could, you could have no, like there could I'm be something. Like not, I'm not teeth. Yes, no, not no teeth, teeth, but no, something a little no. bit uh, left of field. Yeah, something right. quirky. Throw it out there, do the, throw it out there to our old mates. Weirdest collectibles. Let us know. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What have you got? What have you got that you want to share with the world that, not that you paid 36k for, but you know, that you've you've picked up along the way, maybe at a second-hand store or something or found? Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking that uh, knowing all the SEN breakfast family, there'll, there'll be some weird stuff out there. Yeah, well, <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> all righty, let us know. Good start. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Come on the open line. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's let's talk like mates. Just just you know, just us together. Having a chat on a Thursday morning, the day where the preseason challenge kicks off in the rugby league and the final round of the NBL tonight. Oh God bless those Hawks against the Wildcats tonight. Little Aussie Battler on them at two hundred and seventy six to one. Who's who's counting? Uh, this is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, home of sport, SEN, 11.70am in Sydney. If you're listening in Queensland, you know it's 20 past five. It's 20 past six in Sydney. Welcome back to SEN, 11.70am in Sydney. Cloudy day with showers increasing later, heading for a top of 25 in the city. A little cooler out west, 23. That is uh, rare, that it's warmer in the city. Uh, good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another half an hour. Patton Hills will be along after that, a shower or two up there today, 31 degrees. And we're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Some nice texts coming in. Let's go straight to the text line. Your reaction, uh, the Manly Stiffs Club, more like it for the Manly <laughs> Skiff Club. The Manly Stiffs Club. Um, yes, pink turned away. Uh, welcome back, VB. The best suburban oval will have to be Wynn Stadium, followed by Industry Group Stadium in Gosford. Geez, up on the sponsorship. Is that what Gosford's called, is it? Industry Group Stadium in Gosford. Cheers, Dino from the Gong. So he's got Wollongong, mm. followed by uh, Gosford. They're both right. boutique grounds, probably just a little up from the suburban ground, aren't they, really? You, yeah. You know, a little uh, different to... Well, I guess... I guess uh, well, you got the hill in Wollongong. Wollongong wasn't always that way, was it? Like, did, did it always have the, the stands on the three sides back? Well, it was a, it was a dog track when they first came in. in. Yeah. The Steelers came into the comp. It was the Wollongong showground, and it was a dog track around the outside. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind. I, I liked it. I, I like Wollongong. <laughs> I like Wollongong. Um... I I'd, I'd actually I I'm like you Vossi Leichhardt Oval, apart from Penrith, yep. Leichhardt yep. Oval was my favourite. But that's because we played there so much. Um, yeah. Schoolboy footy. Henson Park, God, what a place! Beautiful. Well, I never got to play at Henson Park. They were gone. '83, uh, the year I started. That that was their first year out of the comp. Right. Uh, Lidcombe Oval with the famous bicycle track is another nomination. Uh, that's mm. come in, Lidcombe Oval, yes. And and those days, so, so I was there the famous day South played the Magpies there, where George Pickens scores that burrowing try, you know, hammers his way. It's one great vision of George. Yeah. And all the kids, and I'm, I'm in, inside the fence. You jump the fence and you get your little posse sitting on the bike track. Mm. Have the Victor lawnmower races at halftime at Lidcombe. Oh, back in the day, the days, Brandy, the days. 
Malcolm T. Elliott pushing a lawnmower down down the grass at half time. That's that's peak entertainment. <laughs> peak entertainment. Uh, Western Sydney Eagle says, surely a South fan bought Winston's choppers. Western <laughs> Sydney's been on fire. He's been he's been he's <laughs> best. Very funny start to the year, or start to our year. He, he might have been funny before we came on uh, on Monday, but he's been pretty quick. Buy them and put them in your gob. Um, Brand, oh, Brandy, uh, pyjama parties and sleepovers at Paul Langmack's place. Your teenage <laughs> life was very complete. Were there pillow fights? Regards, Peach of Benora Point. Yeah, let's um, unpack this a little more. What did happen at the Paul Langmack sleepovers? Anything well, basically sleep, Andrew. Dinner and go to bed, wake up early the next morning, go to school. No, not much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice music, Dan. Yeah. So, separate rooms or you share bunk beds like someone's got the top bunk? No, I think, I, think I, had a, I, I think I had my own room. And, and it was, it was at, uh, it was at uh, Di Langmack's house. So, Di, Di housed Paul. Paul lived with his sister. And, right. uh, and I used to crash every now and then if I was going to training late at uh-huh. like late at night after school yeah. uh, instead of driving or catching the train home to Penrith right I'd stay that part yeah. of the story we've got established we want to know what the hell was going on there though there was there well not much yeah you know not, not was much. there a magazine just collection down up in the attic that got run <laughs> is there something we need to know just some more oh there could pieces. have been yeah. yeah there might have been yeah okay Okay, Enough Karen Pinney would have been big around that time, wouldn't she? Pink, yeah, big. No, Karen Pitty. Oh, Karen <laughs> she around that time. She would have been big around that time. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. look at the posters of Karen Pinney or someone like that back in the day, uh, early eighties. Yeah. I'm Bronco. Uh, says Brandy, uh, wouldn't you have a collection of robes and spoons from different hotels and uh, a spoon? I'm yes, there, there could be a collection. Um, not back in those days, but yeah. And Taylor Swift has landed, folks. Um, they're saying the Sydney concerts are like four grand finals back to back to back to back. Um, that's how big the concerts will be. Private jet flew in last night. Taylor Swift is in the country. May have been listening right now. Good morning, Taylor. Tay-Tay, how you going? I'm Vossi. That's Brandy. Uh, there's Dan. Say hi to Taylor Swift, Dan. So she's in Melbourne first, obviously, yeah. running, uh, having a few concerts there before she comes to town, before she yeah, gets apparently. to Sydney. Yeah, I'm not quite all over the show. And there was, pe- there was there was there, there was people lined up at the the airport to get a book, wasn't there? Like there the would Beatles. have been. Like the Beatles. Mm. Uh, we need to take a break for the news. Six thirty news up next. Five thirty if you're in Brisbane. We're straight back after the news with all the big sports headlines of the morning. Stay with us on the home of sport in Sydney. SEN eleven seventy AM. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over forty years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Here are some of the big stories of the morning. Uh, David Northaluma, very interesting reading, hearing the interview with David Northaluma. Uh, one of the things that he said about them, uh, about the Tigers, was that his time in Melbourne, five months, he learnt more in those five months than the ten years at the Tigers. But we'll uh, we'll catch up with MC about that. Can I respond Dis- to that disgruntled employee? Can yes. I respond to that uh, sarcastically? So he learnt more in that five months. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it in evidence when he returned? What he had learned? Did he put it into practice? And well, I'm, being, I'm just, as I said, that's deeper. a sarcastic response. Tigers fans yeah. feeling like, oh, hang on a sec, mate, you, yeah. you're on your way out. Was this required? Probably not. Anyway. Uh, anyway, he's got it off his chest. New South Wales Blues have booked a home final after beating Victoria at North Sydney Oval. 
by eight wickets. Some big runs. Daniel Hughes, uh, some great form with 119. So terrific stuff there. Uh, that final's on February 25, so that'll be on a Sunday. Um, yep. North Sydney Oval, I assume, would it be? They'll just back it up at North Sydney Oval, will they? Feb 25, I don't think it's been locked in, but um, we'll see. Uh, Benji Marshall says he doesn't expect his Tigers players to copy the type of flair he showed on the field as a player. Um, all the teams playing this weekend, Tigers are over in camp in New Zealand. Let's hear a little bit of Benji on Channel 9 last night. I think it's unfair for me to, I guess, um, try and coach the players to play how I played because they're a lot different. Um, and I played quite differently, you know, so for me, um, I'll coach them to their strengths and uh, you won't see much footy like how I played. No. Well, would you say that Benji, any of what Benji did was coached? Benji did what Benji does. Like, Benji just played footy. Mm. Um, there yeah, uh, there was a hard coaching. and fast rule under Tim Sheens, though. Tim Sheens had, the, if you didn't practice it at training, you weren't to use it in a game. So mm. the behind-the-back pass, without looking and all that sort of stuff, that had been displayed at training. You didn't just produce that in a game. Mm. Sheens was very, very strict on that. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, unless there's someone hiding there with the sort of talent that Benji's got. Well, I can understand what he just said. Uh, Las Vegas, Vossi, you're on your way. And there's yep. good news regarding that because Las Vegas police uh, <laughs> have given a presentation to the four NRL clubs about the do's and don'ts. Now, I don't know if you're included in the, the do's and don'ts oh, and the, 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 the police. No, no okay. Uh, including scams most likely to catch out high-profile sports people. Well, what sort of scams are we... T- chat well, do you know anything about it you, well, you're going to vegas well i'd say the food prices are probably the biggest scam <laughs> you know like if you if you're going to buy a, a, a hamburger and a drink and spend about 80 australian then yeah i think that's the biggest scam that we right. that we need to worry about as tourists uh, i will leak out a little bit of information so a little bit more about the um the coverage of fox just so people have got their head around yeah, Fox Fox League will have the very first match of the year. The kickoff to the season is on Fox League, not on not on um, free to air TV. It is Fox have both games from Vegas, um, and we have full commentary teams on deck in Vegas for that. So we will have the first game. And I learnt yesterday. So Fox America have said love it. You know they, they've thrown full support. The set that was used for the Super Bowl mm. has been lent to Fox League to be the set for the opening of the NRL season. That's cool. That's pretty cool. That's the same I'll, turf I'll, I'll they use for the Super Bowl as well. You've yes, you'll be watching. I will be watching. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Well, it'll be Saturday night in Vegas. It'll be Sunday afternoon in Australia. Yeah. How good. Uh, now, the Melbourne Rebels' uh, hopes of surviving beyond this season are fading after 10 admin staff, including the CEO, were made redundant with the remaining staff and coaches put on a four-month contract to see out the season. Wow. Okay. We'll okay. Play I thought there was show. a rescue package no. coming. Do you know how much Obviously they've got in not. the bank? Do you know how much they've got in the bank, the Melbourne Rebels? And it's not zero, so that's your first clue. Let's play okay. the game. How much have they uh, got in the bank? Well, are we talking thousands? Yeah, thousands. Okay, thousands. Higher. No, no. Well, well just, it is higher. Just tell me. Well, it's 17000 They've got 17000 right. in the bank, the Melbourne Thank, Rebels. Thank God you that out. We, we could have and, been here a long time. Well, well 17, how are you going to pay anyone? How are you going to pay, how are you going to pay staff with 17000 No, you're not. No. So 11 staff, including the CEO, are gone ahead of 
you know, season getting underway. I mean, how are they even competing this year? And Guy Waterhouse has hit out at the Australian Turf Club's proposal to sell Rose Hill Racecourse during a heated members meeting on Tuesday night. Is that, guy, is that Guy's bro- uh, brother or... What did I say? Guy Waterhouse. You said Guy. <laughs> you said Guy it's Waterhouse. It's my accent. I'm just getting ready for Vegas. <laughs> Bit of an accent. Guy Waterhouse. Uh, she told the meeting, this is interesting, you are flogging this because you've got yourself into debt and you should be ashamed of yourself. Unquote. From Gay Waterhouse. I don't think I'd like to be... I don't think I'd like a, a dressing down from Gay Waterhouse. I reckon she could get very... Uh, mm. Or Guy, even. Uh, yeah. I think they'd get very angry. Like the Australian Turf nowhere. Club. Yeah. So the Australian Turf Club is New South Wales racing completely separate entities. So the ATC um, mm. obviously own Rose Hill. And yep. is that right? They've got themselves in yeah, debt. Well, well, and this well, is, back in, like back they're in the selling day, the farm. That's right. Back they're in selling. the day, it used to be the AJC and the STC. There used to be the Australian Jockey Club and the Sydney Turf Club, and they became one, the Australian Turf Club, and yep. control racing here. So, I mean, it's gone. Well, what's Peter Volandi's control? New South Wales racing. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. Different. Well, it might be the whole title. Yeah, New South know. Wales racing, which is the Australian Jockey Club or Australian Turf Club, ATC. That's right. the merging of the two. And is, yeah, is Gay right? They've got themselves into debt and they need to sell the farm to pay the debt? Well, the way, the way it was explained when they first spoke about it was like offer too good to refuse how much that all that land is worth, where they can yes. be better investing that money um, was elsewhere. And, and they, mm. they are going to build another track. It's not like we're going to be not replacing. They're looking at venues and other venues, other locations. Mm, okay. Just getting rid of that. Uh, thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossi and Brandy here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We are here for the great team at Brydon's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brydon's Lawyers. Any subject you like, you can talk about, but love to hear your favourite uh, suburban grounds. Um, be a bit romantic this morning. We're off to Belmore tonight for the first of the pre-season challenge games. Bulldogs and Storm. Give us a call, 1300 01 1170. Hashtag Vegas. We own Vegas, baby. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Wow, that's Willie Gay. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs linebacker responding to a TV reporter's question about the Super Bowl parade in Kansas this morning. Giddy up, Kansas City. Did you know there was two Kansas Cities? No. You didn't? No, if you put it in a map of America, I don't know where Kansas City is. There's a Kansas City... There's a Kansas, two Kansas cities next to each other. One's in Missouri, which right. is the Kansas City. Right. So when we're talking Kansas City Chiefs, they're right. in Missouri. There's right. a Kansas City across the road. There's a state line through through the two cities. How so one work? city, Kansas City in Kansas, Kansas City in Missouri. Mm. That's odd. Play that audio again. That thing that he did with his mouth. That blah, 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 blah. can you do that? Just play him again. How do you do that? Hashtag Vegas. We own Vegas, baby. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that off? Didn't Austin Powers can do that? Well, can you do it? Gold member. No. Uh, welcome no, back to SEN 1170 AM oh, in Sydney. Cloudy day with showers increasing later, heading for a top of 25 in the city. A little cooler in the west. 23. And good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another 15 minutes. Patton Heels will be along after that. Shower or two up there today, 31. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's lawyers. There we go. Um, Big G says, Morning, BB. Apart from Penrith Park, I used to like going to Campbelltown Sports Ground, seeing chilies at the bottom of the hill. You just knew where you were going for dinner. 
So there you go. But uh, Campbelltown, let's go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Dave has called us down on the uh, little south of Sydney, down at Shell Harbour. Good morning, Dave. Morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, Dave. Good. Going good. Super. Good that's the way. I was just saying, um, our grand Rilla Grillers is getting an upgrade. That's good. And Ron Costello Oval is pretty good still. Yeah, Ron Costello Oval. Yeah. The one I missed. Dave, I you're can't the same say Dave who gave us. There. No, but Dave, you gave us the joke the other day, didn't you? You rang up and gave us the yeah, joke yeah. on our first day back. You want another one? You want a quick one? Yeah, oh, yeah sure. straight we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, my grandma was driving down the road to Canberra doing 120 and she was knitting. And the policeman says, pull over. She says, no, cardigan officer. Pull over. (laughs) (laughs) Dave. Jay must be thinking, seriously, how bad was I? Dave's taken my spot. Dave, nice work, mate. You have a great great Thursday. And what was the the oval? The Ron Ron Costello oval. Ron Costello. Yeah, long touch there, and uh, the Warilla Gorillas are getting a new um, upgrade as well. The Warilla yeah. Gorillas are going to have an upgrade on their oval. Well, uh, hold the front page. That's good news. Good on you, Dave. Good stuff. Um, absolutely love it. Um, let's uh, go my favourite suburban tits. ground is Brookvale Oval. Uh, fun fact, Manly started playing Eagle Rock back in 1995. Okay. That's fun. Eagle Rock's good. Why, Brandy? That's from Connor. Connor is a dyed-in-the-wool manly man. Okay. He's got a son coming in three months. Flynn. They've already named him. Um, he's, got, he's got a membership. He's got a he's got a manly membership already. Good detail. Now, Brandy, the question for you here from Stingray. Um, Brandy, why at the Coles checkout are Lebanese cucumbers listed under L? They should be listed under C for cucumber. Not a cucumber eater, so I, I really haven't come across that. But that 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 seems a little bit strange for me. Yeah, yeah, that's odd. Uh, because yeah, that be would C. be the same as um, navel oranges being under N, wouldn't it? Rather, is than there any oranges. other brand? Is there any other type of cucumber? But so you get your what you just your ordinary run of the mill cucumber, and then you get your Lebanese cucumber. And those, those, is those that long ordinary? Babies. There's those long babies. What, what's the name what, for them? what are they? <laughs> Why, why aren't they just Missiles. all under C? Oh, I and don't then know. They, they, so ban- yeah. bananas are under B. You know, Cavendish yeah. bananas and all the different types of bananas. Good They're point, under B. Strong. So I think it's a good, it's it's good text, Steve. It's an outrage. Solid text. Yeah, very, very good on uh, a sports program here on 1170 uh, AMSEN. <laughs> home so, someone's text. Someone's text and said, "Dave, put your teeth in." Yeah. Maybe, maybe Dave can get Winston's teeth. Yeah, no. Uh, come on, Vossi. You know what happens at Paul Langmack's sleepovers stays at Paul Langmack's sleepovers. That's right. So is there any more? Is, seriously, is this is going to be like mo- the Broncos blue where suddenly Payne Haas and Reese Walsh are in the video? Is any more going to come out of this Paul Langmack sleepover? Or is there going to be called Di Langmack going to call in and say, guys, <laughs> something else, well, something she happened might at be particular the, time? Yeah, she might be the go-to person, die to reveal all. Uh, this one from Hulky, and he says, where the... Would they be able to purchase enough land to build a track between Kembla Grange, Hawkesbury, Warwick Farm, Gosford, and the rest? Well, that That's a good point. That was the story. I'm sure they're looking at sites. I'm sure they are. Yeah, I think I think that was just tokenism. They're just they're saying that just to uh, shut everyone up. Are they really building another track somewhere? Uh, well, they, it's a good point from Hulky. Where 
where are they finding the land to build another racetrack that's not, you know, west of the Great Dividing Range? Southwest, southwest. <laughs> well, there's still a bit of territory there. You drive, might do the drive regularly, as you know, and still a bit mm. of ground there. I mean, yeah, somewhere out near Bingara Gorge or somewhere, I don't know, somewhere south, I don't know. Well, did you see the story about Bingara? People living out there, those new, well, somewhere out, the, out that way. Yeah, a suburb. A sub, yeah. They're building a suburb out there. There's... There's no sanitation out there. There's bus stops, but no buses go past. There's, there's nothing there. There's just a few houses. Well, that's interesting. Uh, breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, in a moment, right here on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, we go for a walk down memory lane. Stay tuned. Well, the Kingswood Welder and Widgie sent in some good texts. Very <laughs> funny, boys. Thank you, but uh, just won't be reading them out. As one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Play! Got it! What a catch! This is a famous victory, a magnificent performance. Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. On breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on this day. We don't write this, uh, so we take no ownership of some of the things that are mentioned here. But in the uh, the 15th of February 2024, today, on this day, going all the way back to 1903, the first ever teddy bear was sold in America, made by Morris and Rose. Now, who recorded wow. that? Who would know if that's true? I'm calling it Cameron. No, there we go. Uh, in 1950, Walt Disney's animated film Cinderella premiered in Boston on this day in 1950. Oh, it's a hit. Tim Manor, there's someone celebrating a birthday today that we've heard of. He was born on this day in 1988. Picked up by Kevin Kingston. He's gone away to Jared Hayne. It's out to Robson. Robson's able to get the ball away from Kingston. It's found Tim Manor. And Manor has scored. Bloody hell, we've done well there, finding a Tim Manor try. Uh, 36 (laughs) today, 233 games for the Eels, four for New South Wales. These days, of course, heard right here on SEN. Mm. 15th of February 1965, Canada officially adopted the maple leaf flag. There you go. You know, those little two things. Uh, Here you go, some audio. Why are we playing that? It's because it's uh, Matt Groening's birthday today. Creator of The Simpsons, he's 70. Wow, what an imagination he has. Hmm. Former AFL player Neil Danaher is 63. Today, born on this day in 61. I didn't watch this. I didn't. I wasn't a Simpsons watcher, so he might have been clever. Uh, he also coached Melbourne between 98 and 2007. So Neil Danaher, 63 today. And boy, do we scrape the barrel. Fidel Castro took control of Cuba on this day in 1959. That's a real that right? important one. Let's celebrate that, eh? Yay! And, <laughs> well, we're going to finish with a big one, and it's uh, the birthday of Brandon Boyd from Incubus, who had on the 2001 US and UK hit single with Drive. There we go. Did you know that? Well, here's the song, Drive. Brandon Boyd, old Boydy baby. Good on you, mate. Birthday. If you're listening on SENQ 693am in Brisbane, we now say goodbye. Patton Hill's up next. If you're listening on SEN 1170am here in Sydney, stay with us. Ivan Cleary not too far away. Fire in your questions. 0457 736 736 for the great man, the three-time premiership winner.
for the second hour on this Thursday morning. Plenty of you having a say on the Edgewater Homes text line. Edgewater Homes mortgage fund up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. That text number, of course, 0457 736 736. There's some good ones coming along. Uh, to Connor, who's told us again that Flynn is being born in three months. You Connor, we're all for it. We're all for it. We're all with you. We're all with you. Just he wants some tips. Yeah. He, he, well, he wanted some. T- he said you've given him some tips oh, with yeah, your yeah, book, yeah. Yeah. but now he's yeah. asking me for some tips. Yeah. Just yeah. strap the hard hat on and go. Yeah, you're in the bunker. Sounds good. Um, yep. Andy's got a tech. Now, this came because we mentioned the Canadian uh, maple leaf flag on this day, you know, for the first time. When is Australia going to bite the bullet and get the boxing kangaroo flag? I don't think that's on the agenda for Albo. Brandy, you're our conduit, if you will, to mm. Albo. Has he ever mentioned the boxing kangaroo flag as being an order of business? Uh, no, I've never no. brought it up with him, <laughs> no. and he hasn't raised no. it, so no. I'd say no. Can I just bring some, it's not breaking news, but it might be to some people who haven't, who aren't, haven't dialed into how big the rugby league starting tonight is, the preseason challenge. So here's, here's your schedule, guys and girls, for the next few days. Tonight, Fox League coverage, Bulldogs and Storm. So you get a little, little game to start with, but it's a full coverage. So you kick mm. off 7am, get the preview going into the game from 6.30 and all the rest. Tomorrow, Brandy, you're on deck for the All-Stars, both men's and women's. Yeah? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Saturday, here's your Saturday all sorted. Four games, back-to-back, February. <laughs> Imagine saying, cancel all plans. No, I'm not going to that christening of the you know cousin second removed. We're staying yep. home to watch four trials back-to-back. A doubleheader at Central Coast, a doubleheader at Cogra. So you start the day with the Knights and the Sharks at 1.45, and you'll brush home with a... The Rabbitohs and the Dragons kicking off at 8.05 at Cogra. Mm. And then if that's not enough for you on Sunday, um, there's a triple header. So you've got Warriors and Tigers from 2pm, uh, Cowboys, Broncos, 4, Dolphins, Titans at 6.15. And I forgot, uh, first round of Super League as well, thrown in. All the games are being covered. So you can watch Rugby League uh, pretty much 24-7. Um, Starting from, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we'll start tonight. Start mm. tonight. Bulldogs Melbourne is very much the canopy to a massive smorgasbord of rugby league action. The footy is back, baby. The footy mm. is back. Uh, Vossi, let's go to the open line. Uh, Pedro the Rooster is there. G'day, Pedro. Hello, Brandy, Vossi. Welcome back. Brand new Pedro. year. Getting excited for the season. Brandy, um, I might throw a grenade in just ahead of Ivan. And just say, I didn't want to bring you yesterday on your anniversary, but this little Panthers party you've had going for the last couple of years on the radio, just running around with, uh, you know, the title every couple of years, it's coming to an end this year, champ. All right? Three. Three titles, Pedro. Three. Yeah, but you've only been in the radio for two years, mate. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah good. Yeah, okay. So but, I, I get you. That, so uh, I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm riding the wave of success. You really have, and I reckon your little the little uh, winning lilt that you've got in your voice throughout the season, that's mm. all coming to an end, champ. And I, I'm not going to say which side's going to knock you off, yeah. but on the off-season, oh. I got a Brewster's Premier's tattoo with 202, <laughs> and I left the other number blank. Just It gives me six years, just in case. Pedro, did you just call me champ? <laughs> yeah, no, I did. You champ. Was, it, was that a champ you just threw in there? Did you? Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I don't, don't you think, 
Pedro, so even though I like I've you know I've ridden the wave of success with the Panthers, don't you, don't you think in the middle of the year was enough to sort of you know cancel things out with Origin? Like losing Origin, pretty not real good, Pedro. So it's not it hasn't been all bells and whistles for me. That's true. Uh, you had mm. to front up to the media. You did a good job there. But let's get back to the uh, topic at hand, mate. And that, oh, that's man. Ivan and the Panthers. The, right? the Roosters tattoo. Get him tattoo. on. I want to hear, hear what he's got to say. Gone. So well, you're in the mob. Gee, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a sad day when you have to have that tattoo removed because it didn't happen in 2024, Pedro. Oh, no, but he's given scope. No, by leaving the one of the twos out. He's, oh, that's what right. I'm saying. He's given himself a little bit of mm. room to move. Um, Pedro, maybe we, you should hold the line. You, you you should grow a set and throw that at Ivan in just a moment. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you on. Pedro goes head-to-head with Ivan. Brandy, um, this interview was meant to take place yesterday. Um, there was a little yeah. incident of sorts. Uh, I I, and I don't there. really know what the incident was, Vossi. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, we were all set. We had a big intro and everything. We, we had questions. We were all set. Listeners and, yeah. um, and, uh, and we have asked our listeners to write in some questions. So they're doing that again today. But we've, we have had a couple of requests um, for this. Ivan, Ivan, Ivan. Ivan, 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 Ivan. Well, what, what an intro that is uh, for the uh, Premiership winning coach, Ivan Cleary, who joins us on the line. Ivan. Brandy, I've never had a better one than that. Thank you. Yeah, well, we we interviewed Nathan last year, and we played Nathan the song, and he he loved it. And he said, I, "I'm we, we we got it out of him." He said, "I'm going to play that when Ivan comes into the theatre to address the boys." He said, "I'm going to have <laughs> someone tee it up to play it." Did, excellence. did it happen? Did <laughs> no, that's the first I've heard of it. Where is that from? And is that I thought, is that a jet? What is that? No, no. <laughs> he made that up. Vossi, Vossi can explain. I, Ivan, we had the, the gentleman, the American gentleman, it would be surprising, Ivan, that it comes from America. Uh, the, the bloke who recorded that song actually sat in a studio over a period of a month and recorded uh, about a thousand names. And I uh, <laughs> did everyone. So there's Greg, there's Andrew, there's Muhammad, there's everything. He's got that many songs um, all named up, just people's names. But your one has resonated with our audience for a long time. In fact, I'd be surprised if it's not your ringtone by the end of the day. <laughs> we can send you over a little uh, clip if you like. Uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll send it. Send Ivan, it. Ivan, we've just had a call from Pedro the Rooster. He's come on and said, no chance. End of the line. Can't do it. Can't win four in a row. I'm going to ask you a question. Why can Penrith win four in a row? How does that sound? Uh, well, yeah, I sort of caught the end of that conversation. Uh, well, we were told we couldn't win one in a row. Two or three. So, um, why can we? Well, I don't know. I feel where we have the talent to do it. I feel we have the uh, certainly the experience that we've been able to, I guess, create and belief that we understand in our the way we the way we play, the way um, we go about things, and also probably the experience in, in the big games. But. You know what? It's a, it is a very even league, and I'm sure there's 16 other teams out there who feel like they're in a pretty good position. Maybe not 16, but yeah, that certainly can improve. Um, and we certainly know we have our hands full uh, for another definitely challenging season. Ivan, do you, do you get a gauge 
in the preseason about the motivation and experience, talent to do it again, even though players have, again, drifted off to other clubs. Uh, the motivation, is that is that something that's been evident, you know, that, that drive to do it again? And, you know, that's probably been the downfall of yeah, many clubs that have won premierships and sort of been in that mix of going back to back, but just fell short. But it seems like it's a it's a completely different group of players that are motivated by I don't I don't know just improvement. Yeah, I think yeah the um, the, the first thing is I, I feel like you can see the motivation in preseason. I mean preseason's the the hardest part of the, the season. I mean, all the listeners would have heard this before. Um, you know, the boys will definitely look forward to the in-season much more than pre-season. So if you're, you know, if you're doing well in pre-season or you're, you know, you're, you're making sacrifices or just getting everything right, you know, putting everything you have into your pre-season, that means that your motivation levels are, are pretty high. So it'll, if they're waning a bit, you'll, I think you'll probably see it you know, at that stage of the season. And, yeah, we've just been, like, fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, very, a very motivated group. Uh, it's still reasonably young, our team. Um, even the guys that have been there, you know, for the for the whole, so three or four period, four, three or four-year period, um, you know, they're still, you know, got a long way to go in their careers, uh, many of them. So, yeah, they uh, they always look to improve as you said and and this year's been no different so far so um i guess complacency is a natural human um uh kind of thing but it's usually pretty subtle as well it's not probably something you 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 know straight away but yeah at this point i haven't seen it yet so that's been good Mm. fascinating figuratively history is one of your biggest opponents yeah just so we reinforce it Three premierships in a row is the record, with the one exception. The Dragons won the 11 straight. But you take the Dragons out of the mix. Since rugby league has been played in this country, 1908, no team's won more than three in a row. And that's pretty rare. So, Ivan, have you had to tap into... Have, have you done some research into dynasties in other leagues, in other sports, to see you know, how they've kept the momentum going, how, if they do things different? How you is, is there any sort of thing you've uncovered to to take the team to that elusive fourth in a row yeah i it's a good question bossy i've i've probably done it in the past because uh you know the teams you know with the dynasties or the really consistent teams are the ones that i've um they're the ones that i really get influenced by and i'm attracted to i just always and I would have loved, always wanted the team that I was involved in to be, you know, to be like that. So it's something I've probably looked into more in the past. Like at at this present moment, uh, it does cross my mind sometimes, but I must say I haven't really looked into it much more than maybe I have before. Because I think uh, the biggest thing for us that we are concentrating on at the moment is just just this season. It's not four in a row. It's kind of one in a row. It's like, it's another season. It's a, you know, we have the trophies in the in the cabinet. You know, the rings are in the drawer. They're they're gone. It's a new season with a new trophy and and new circumstances. And we have a new team. And uh, 
you know, I've, I've said that I'm, I'm happy with the way our preseason's gone, but, you know, I don't know how every other team's going and how much they're going to improve. So, um, yeah, it's probably just more about focusing on this season and making sure we evolve and get better. Uh, and if we do that and win enough games, then we'll give ourselves a chance, uh, you know, in six months' time, which is a long way away. Uh, now, despite the team or the club winning five premierships, uh, there's no World Club Challenge trophy in the cabinet. Uh, you fly out tomorrow night uh, to take on Wigan next Saturday in Wigan. Um, and I guess, you know, you're talking about motivation. Well, the, the journey begins now, doesn't it? The, the start of the season and what happens in, in England could be important for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's um, it's exciting, exciting times. You, you mentioned, you know, we've as a club, we've never, never won one. Um, it's uh, it's the next game for us, so uh, that's sort of the way we like to approach things as well. Like it's, uh, obviously the preseason's been, you know, phase one of our season, and there's no games sort of attached to that. So it's, we've been very much focusing on just one day at a time in our in our preseason, getting ready for the season because it's just so important. Uh, but we are, yeah, we're now close enough to uh, to that first game, and um, and it's a yeah completely different experience for us. Uh, you know, going over to the UK where the conditions will be different. Um, we'll be the won't have many friends over there, I don't think. Um, and it's a you know high intensity, big stakes game for the first game of your of your season. So there's there's lots of things that are it's a yeah new, and and that's yeah, and it's. That's exciting, and our boys I know are really, really looking forward to it and very keen. Um, so, yeah, it's um, exciting times, and it's it's a it's really over the next week or so. That's really what we'll be focusing on that game, and and then it'll be a, a big long season ahead. But um, yeah, very exciting. We feel honestly uh, quite humbled by the fact that we we get to do this. You know, it's something that we've earned, and um, and a great opportunity for for us as a team to be able to do something that our club's never done before. All right, Ivan, fast money. Answer these questions from uh, those that have texted in this morning. If you can do some short answers here for Ivan. Hi, Ivan. Of the three grand final wins, which is your favourite? That from Marty. Do you have a favourite out of the three? Yeah, no, I don't. They're all just as, as sweet as each other. Uh, I expected that. Okay. Is Nathan now a pro... Oh, <laughs> Mark says... Can uh, you ask the obviously modest Nath, uh, Ivan, is Nathan now approaching Terry Wickey as Panthers' favourite all-time number seven? <laughs> That's a G-up. Uh, hey, Ivan, do you, think, yeah, do you think people's personal opinion on players like Jerome will change after the documentary airs tomorrow? Personally, I love him. Uh, how is the documentary? Uh, yes, I think they, they might change, yes. It's, uh, uh, there's, there's, there's some good stuff from behind the scenes and, and Jerome's uh, spoiler alert but uh, he's one of those so okay. yeah I think it's uh, I think it's good but uh, hopefully everyone else does too Ivan from uh, Jay what's the plan to cover the replacement of uh, Spencer Lenu who's now moved on to the Roosters how are things going to play out there yeah well firstly it's very hard to replace uh, the boys we've lost particularly Spencer and uh, Steve Crichton um it's hard. You can't really replace like for like, um, and there's not a lot of Spencers around, as you've probably seen. So, um, 
Yeah, we've got a few options there. Um, we've got a young fellow, Liam Henry, who plays differently to Spencer, but you know, we've got high hopes for Liam. He's been playing really well um, coming through our, our system. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to have a good season. Hey, boys, a question for Ivan. How is Mav Guy progressing? Is he any chance to be a regular first grader anytime soon? Mav's progressing very well. Um, I think you'll, you'll, you'll definitely see him um, as part of our NRL team this year. All righty, Ivan. Thanks for coming on the program. Um, look forward to having a number of chats throughout the course of the year. You always make yourself available. Um, and uh, and I hope... Look, we'll send you a copy of that song that you can just play around <laughs> home in the centre of excellence. I think it'll just... It could be the edge that you have this year. After every win, that song comes on. Ivan, yeah. Ivan, Ivan. Thanks, Ivan. Uh, a lot. You've got a lot of wins. All right, go ahead. Good on you, Ivan. Ivan Cleary, Penrith Panthers coach. And how good does it sound when you say three-time premiership winner? Now, um, some breaking news here. It's coming out of America. Uh, shots have been fired at the Kansas City Chiefs homecoming parade. Police are on the scene. Uh, we'll have more details as they come through. We're monitoring all of that. We may even see if we can cross to there if um, things escalate. But uh, that is the report which has just come to hand. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers and stay with us in just a moment. Hammy Goodman from Sportsbed who took his cheese and kisses out to the Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day yesterday. We're going to unpack all of that plus some NRL trial markets. Stay with us on the home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Uh, look, sorry to report, uh, just a bit more detail on the news we brought you before the break. Shots fired at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Uh, we're being told several people have reportedly been struck and police have arrested two armed people. Uh, again, more news as it comes to hand. Uh, developing story at the moment, um, but of uh, great concern. Uh, we have Hemi Goodman standing by. Boy, has he had a Valentine's Day and a half. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. And here he is, Hemi Goodman, the Casanova of Sportsbet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Good morning, boys. Very romantic affair yesterday with uh, my lovely partner, Mon. Um, I just wanted to show her the art of building a beautiful partnership. And, and we were actually shown that by Pete Hanscom and Tom Rogers in the first innings out there at North Sydney Oval yesterday and capped it all off with a trip to the Greg Chapel Cricket Centre on the way out. So um, a beautiful yeah. day um, that we shared together. Um, so, so was that Mon's of, first yeah. time at North Sydney Oval? That was that was the, the maiden voyage. Um, right. That was her first time there, yeah. Uh, Might be the last as well, I get the sense. But, <laughs> if uh, anyone we'll has see. seen it, and a lot of people now texting in there have now gone and watched it, we did tell them to have a look. Hemi is punching massive overs. Just watch the sports bet video. Good stuff. Here's a little clip from it. Where do you think we're going? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere niche, knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are at the Marsh Cup. New South Wales versus Victoria. Wow. 1v2. How underwhelming. Short boundaries. Average first inning score of well over 300. I mean, how many of your friends? Yes, and, she... and, and just with the clip, in the clip, Mon is blindfolded in the car, and she's all dressed up thinking she's going somewhere special. She looks fantastic. Um, yeah, she went to a lot of trouble. Well, North Sydney Oval was not special, Bossy. Oh, no. Well, to me, but I'm not your Valentine. <laughs> you know. <laughs> not, uh... Yeah. <laughs> what was the cuisine there yesterday? Like on our work day, is there many food outlets? Because there is a clip where Mon is eating food. Sausage roll, was that yep. it? The uh, rat, rat's coffin was all you could at? That, 
Unfortunately, that was, I was there a couple of uh, weeks ago for the women's one day, and actually they had those chips on a stick. I was looking forward to treating them onto one of those, but unfortunately the, uh, that particular food outlet was shut, so we're stuck with um, sausage rolls um, yesterday. But, uh, you know, that's fine. That's fine. There's plenty of, um, plenty of cricket to keep us satisfied, so that was all good. Well, we have been talking about suburban grounds. If you're going to take your, your better half to a suburban ground, you've you, you got the right one. Like, it doesn't get yeah. better than North Sydney. So, uh, and you are well, our Marsh you, Cup expert. That, correct, correct. So, look, I mean, you speak of suburban grounds, um, Brandon, just when, you know, you thought the romance had peaked, I've got the option to take Mon out to um, Canterbury, out to Belmore for the uh, the trial tonight as well, um, against the Storm. So <laughs> I think that'll work. Um, Double it up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, if you wasn't impressed with yesterday, how can she, yeah, she she'll love tonight. Joe Bell's Cafe, is it open tonight? Like, there's just, you're just on a winner all the way down the street from the station, food-wise. The, the food yep. is fantastic. It is one of the real highlights of a trip to uh, Belmore. So, Hammy, you have it made. Uh, are there actually prices on the Dog Storm Trot? Can you, because there's so many players. Like, I've done the notes, you know, 56 players I'm getting ready to call tonight, Hemi. Yep. Well, uh, we have got markets on that Vossi this evening, and you don't see this too often. The dogs are the favourites against the Storm. Dollar sixty-five. The dogs are Storm two twenty-five. And you're right, there are lots of uh, lots of names you'll have to get your head around. But there's two that have probably stood out to our punters. Uh, they're looking forward to seeing these players return. Bronson Cherry is one, two dollars yep. eighty to score at any stage this evening uh, for the dogs. And then Ryan Pappenhausen at two dollars twenty uh, for the Storm. He's probably the two that have leapt out. Um, but I can't wait. Good to have good to have Thursday night footy back, and I'm sure I'm sure Mon will be uh, chomping at the bit uh, for a little bit <laughs> more sport at a local ground as well. Absolutely. Uh, quick yeah. quick uh, update on the India England. Is it the third test? This will be the third test, uh, Brandy. India a dollar forty three. England three eighty. Uh, I'm looking at the top India wicket taker first innings market for for a play here, Brandy. We're being told it's a green wicket. You don't hear that too often in India. Jasprit Boomer though, it doesn't matter what the wicket's been doing. Uh, he's been on fire over there. So three dollars fifty, Jasprit Boomer, top India first wicket taker. Uh, that's where I'm looking, and uh, you might be able to take your, your beautiful partner out somewhere nice like North Sydney Oval if uh, if that one's lose. Lovely, yeah, very nice. Hammy, yep. thank you for all you've done for us today. Um, we're all feeling warm and fuzzy, and I encourage people to have a look at the sports bet video a day in the life of Hemi Goodman that day being Valentine's Day it's something special yeah thank you boys I better go now and um, salvage what's left of my relationship I'll, um, I'll chat to you tomorrow thanks Hemi good on you make it look easy with sports bet chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years we've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together some of the big stories, and as we mentioned uh, just before Vanessa, uh, shots have been fired and several people injured. Don't know the status of the people uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Uh, we're told two people have been arrested, two armed people have been arrested. Mm. So uh, that is a shocking story. Yeah, um, CNN on their website have um, the headline, multiple victims in shooting near Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. They are saying near the parade. It's a... a, a place called Union Station and they've shut it all down and now we'll work out how many victims were actually uh, struck so uh, that, that's what we know of the story at this point um, here you are with breakfast with uh, Vossi and Brandy on a Thursday the morning of the first match of the preseason challenge 
uh, Bulldogs and Storm tonight at Belmore, as we discussed with Hemi. You can watch it live on Fox League, and we'll have a good um, a good session on the program tomorrow morning. James Magnuson, Bulldogs man, uh, we'll talk about the ins and outs of that, and then the All Stars tomorrow night, then four games Saturday, three on Sunday. Now, some of the other sporting headlines are Brandy. Very briefly, David Norfolk Luma has found a new club after parting way with the West Tigers. He's off to uh, Salford in uh, England. And he's taken a swipe at his old club on the way through, telling today's Telegraph that when he was at the Storm for that brief little loan period, he learnt more in five months than in ten years at the Tigers. More with Moch Cariana shortly. It's mm. an uppercut. Yeah, yeah, we'll speak to MC shortly. Uh, in the cricket yesterday, the Marsh Cup, it was a win by New South Wales, so they're into the final. Daniel Hughes... Uh, Big score, 119, um, and Hammy Goodman there to witness it with his uh, better half. Worth mentioning in the Queensland-South Australia match, uh, a record. Alex Carey took eight catches. Uh, I saw that. For South yeah. Australia. Like, you know, one dayer took eight catches. He a- was, and some incredible catches too. Yeah, Boston. diving some left and right. That's right. Beauties. So, well done, Alex Carey. Um, South Australia beating Queensland uh, there. Uh, the Melbourne Rebels story, Brent. Mm. Seriously. Um Negonski. So yesterday, CEO gone, 10 administration staff. We're told they have 17,000 in the bank. Uh, mm. The remaining staff and coaches have been put on four-month contracts to see out the season. What a, it's on a real roll, isn't what it, What a desperate plight. In this country. It's on a roll. Um, and that's something that happened over the our off-season. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Japanese coach. Yes. <laughs> Edamame. What about Adamame Jones? <laughs> hey, how did that happen? Unbelievable. Yeah. Never saw it coming. Uh, and Joe Schmidt is in charge. Good text from Matty. He says, the difference in the countries, we're talking US and Australia. When Vossi says shots have been fired, I'm thinking the equivalent of the American buzz um, reporting some outrageous comments in the media, not actual gunshots being fired. That is right. true. Right. Yes. Um Morning, Vossi and Brandy. Maybe Hammy can take his wife to Henson Park for their anniversary after yesterday's effort. That's it. Well, Henson Park. Beautiful. Lovely walk. Lovely big hill. Just stroll around the ground is nice. And you can, yeah. It's open to the public during the day. So yeah. you can walk into Henson Park any day of the week. Very good. Uh, thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossi and Brandy here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Michael Carianis in a moment. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Cloudy day with showers increasing. Very cloudy here. Uh, top of 25 in the city, 23 out west. We're powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Time for this. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. Yeah, the big MC. First of all, let's let's not move on from Valentine's Day too quickly. How did you spend it, Michael? Uh, yeah, nah, it's not a thing in my household, boys. Um, we had our wedding anniversary last week, so that's um, what we do. Right? Valentine's washing. Day is not really a thing. Okay, wow, washing so the dog. Got... Just do it, just general well, stuff. Yeah, washing yeah. The dog. Well, I had a very romantic... I actually went out last night, had a dinner um, cooked by Matt Moran, so it was actually a good night. I just didn't take uh, my wife. You didn't Oh, take you had a good wife. time then. Matt Moran's mm. cooked up the dinner. Uh, where was this? The St. George Elroy Dragons season launch last night, guys, um, on Valentine's night. So they obviously did all the players a bit of a favour. So they didn't have to uh, arrange anything for the significant others. But it was held at at St. George Leagues last night. 
um, small, like intimate affair, but um, you know the, the Leafs club's undergone some much needed um, renovations there upstairs, and, and it looked good. Matt Moran, um, you know, provided the the food, and it was good. Bit of paella, sausage rolls, some sliders, oh, uh, some lamb skewers. It was nice. It was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty impressive. Okay, so so Dragons Leagues Club, because you know, driving past there, I'm thinking, wow, back in the that was the that was the big show. I remember they, they used to hold the Dally M's there. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's undergone some renos, has it, and up up to speed yeah. a bit. Well, they're they're putting together some massive work on it at the moment, and it's like, you know, for when when even when I was growing up, Brandy still had that that vibe to it. You know, probably didn't have the performance the performers that were there. Mm. You know, back in the 70s and 80s where it was the place to go to in, in Sydney but even throughout the 90s and you know all the success that the, that St. George had back yep. then you'd go back to the Leaf Club the Leaf Club was rocking right but right. in the last 20 years it's you know you wouldn't go there there's nothing there's no reason to go there for anyone in, in the area even post games or, or the like wow. but um, they're slowly um, piecing that together as part of a, a big master plan to try and get that Leaf Club back up and thriving that's good. That's good. Uh, now, David Northlumer, we've mentioned him a few times. Uh, basically, uh, the one comment about uh, how he learnt more in five months than ten years at the Tigers. His five months he spent at the yeah. Melbourne Storm. So, uh, disgruntled employee. Um, you know, there's a number of ways you could put it, but um, that that was how he felt. Yeah, this is the quote there, Brandy. I'd say I learnt more in five months than in ten years at the Tigers. That's got to say something. And you know, I think it's not just a reflection on the West Tigers, it's a bit of a reflection on, on, on North Alima as well, because I'm sure once he got to Melbourne, his mindset, mindset shifted. Because right? we, we, you know, there's no doubt we saw the ability in him um, at times throughout his career, but he just struggled for consistency, was up and down, and you know, had a string of... Um, you know, it wasn't just one coach which dropped him to reserve grade. There was a, you know, a host of them that struggled to get the best out of him at the West Tigers. And there's no doubt the West Tigers have had lots of their own issues over the last decade as well. But I think you'll find that that change for, for David Northaluma brought out the best in him. And it's a shame that um, he didn't stay in Melbourne. He wanted to stay in Melbourne. Melbourne wanted to keep him. The West Tigers considered it, but then refused to release him. And then, you know, months later, that they wanted to see him out the door. So I think that was an error by the West Tigers at that time. They should have allowed him to remain at Melbourne, and I think everyone would have won out of that equation. Yeah, interesting one there. Um, now, Vegas Police Chief's presentation to NRL players didn't include commentators. So what, what's in the uh, what's oh. the detail here about what they've got to look out for in Vegas? Well, I hope you guys... Are you guys both on the plane? Um, Voss, Andrew Ooh, is. That's prickly. Andrew is. Okay, well, this Awkward. is for you, Vossie. Take some, take, some, uh, take some notes. Vegas Sex Trap. It's the front page of... The Telegraph today, and they had the the, the top chief uh, of police in in Vegas who oversaw the security around the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. address the clubs and, and players yesterday. And you know there'll be 40 guards surrounding the players, and um, what they'll essentially warn they'll warn of all the traps that can lure um, unsuspecting customers. I, I guess in in Vegas, and a lot of it's around drink spiking. Um, inviting girls back up to your room where you know they tell her to go have a shower, they come out of the shower and you've been police, um, all these sorts of things. So they're just telling the, the the players just to have their guard up a, a little bit because um, you know the bright lights of, of Sin City have claimed a few victims and 
they're trying to make sure that a couple of these NRL players aren't among them. Shan't be happening with this commentator. Looking forward to the the work element of it, mate. And uh, yeah. mm. and I don't, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm sorry to break the news, but I'm I'm not paying three thousand seven hundred dollars to sit up and watch Bono at the Sphere. Can't. So what are you going to do? You you don't have to pay for the the, the top rate. Pay the bottom the, rate. The six hundred, the seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah, haven't you been in touch with the NRL? Oh, do you want me to do it? That'd be all of my per diems gone in one <laughs> That's all right. You'll well, never, you you I might never eat. get back. I won't there. be eating. Go see you too. Uh, uh, Michael, were you aware? So you too, their last night is the uh, night off the games. That's their, that's yeah. their, their six-month uh, residency there in Vegas at the Sphere. Yeah, so, yeah. The Sphere's quite impressive. I didn't go inside the Sphere when I was there in December, but it's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Right. Uh, Adam O'Brien has uh, inked that three-year extension, the news you brought to us last week. So it's done, confirmed? Done, confirmed. Adam O'Brien um, will be at the, co- uh, the coach of the Newcastle Knights for at least the next three seasons, which includes this year. His deal expired at the end of this year, so he's got um, a- at least two more years. And um, the-, the thing that's interesting about that is that you know, I think he's on what ninety six games or, or something like that. No, only one Newcastle Knights coach has coached more than a hundred games, and that's Michael Hagan. So he'll become the second Knights coach this year to coach more than a hundred games. Um, right. And then by the end of this deal, he'll be the most capped Newcastle coach in history. He'll go past Mal Reilly at some stage this year. I think Mal Reilly's on ninety eight games, and then uh, if he sees this deal out, he'll go past Michael Hagan. Obviously, Hagan and, and Mal Reilly are the only two Premiership winning coaches for, for the Newcastle Knights. But, yeah, I found that strange that no other Newcastle co- only one other Newcastle coach had coached 100 games. Yeah, I would, I would, have, I would have thought Mal really was there for, for at least 100, but obviously not. Mm. Uh, Adam O'Brien, sure. was, was he within a week of not, no chance of an extension? Was he, I think he was within a week of yeah. saying, and I think he knew that too. Like, he realised the, the pressure he was under last year. Until yep. they went on yep. that 10-game winning run, uh, he was yeah. gone. It is, it is one, of the, the most, uh, one of the most remarkable turnarounds um, that, that we saw from the Newcastle Knights off the back of, of, of Caelan Ponga. But you're right, Brandy. They had this stretch where they had uh, the Bulldogs and the Tigers in back-to-back games. I think that was the order, uh, yep. Bulldogs-Tigers. Um, and if they lost one of those games, I'd say, you know, he was, or definitely no chance of an extension, and they would have waited to see how, how they went this year because they wouldn't have made the finals. They lost mm. both of those games he wouldn't have seen out of the year. No way. And then, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And then we've seen how what run what run they went on, and now he's now he'll finish up. You know, sees this deal out to be the longest serving Knights coach in history. It is remarkable. Yeah. That well, that was that was the game they they put sixty on the dogs. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, Michael, you've done very well, mate, and you're putting in the big ones. Um, Dragons launched last night on deck for us this morning. You'll be back tomorrow as well on the program with David Riccio still on holiday. So, uh, Michael, will do a full wash-up of uh, Bulldogs and Storm tomorrow and preview All-Stars and a big weekend of Rugby League preseason challenge. Yeah, really looking forward to uh, the fullbacks tonight, seeing Blake Taff and, and Pappenhausen running around and, and Bronson Sherry as well for the Dogs.
Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, good point. There's lots of uh, lots of reasons to tune in and to, to watch. Michael Carey on the Telegraph there. At eight minutes to eight, breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, we'll have that bossy oak in a moment. And Les Kiss isn't far away. The Queensland Reds coach. Stay with us on the home of sport in Sydney. SEN, 11.70am. Up and running for the final hour. Uh, breakfast with Fossey and Brandy. Uh, Andrew, there's a couple of texts coming through uh, which are very good. Uh, McHugh says, it's the law. The club has to get ID from all people wanting to come in. Right. Uh, and this one, Nathan says, Pink should have just pulled a missile and says, said, do you know who I am? Google me. Right. Right. That's well, good. We'll get, James can respond to that tomorrow. Uh, do you um, do you travel with a physical license anymore? I mean, your license is on your to phone. Me? Yeah. yeah. No. I've got no, a wallet. You, no, but do you have your license? On, well, you don't, you know, every, every, people have got their credit cards on their phone, their license on their phone. No, I'm not. Is, I, I don't, I don't do anything on the phone. Nothing just, on the phone. No, but just help me out. Does that do your ID on the phone now? Yeah, that's, that's enough. Yeah, you don't need a physical card. Like right. a license and show people, you just show you what you've got on your phone. Oh. So, Pink, surely she'd have an Instagram account. So, this is me. See, like I got 17 billion followers. That, yeah. that would be your idea. She must have had something. Do you no, think the guy was the guy account. old? Was the guy old or was he just clueless? <laughs> well, well, that's 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 savage. Could have been young well, or clueless. That'd yeah, old. Okay. Well, um, old, I a, can understand an yeah. old bloke if if sort of. Mm. Miss the, miss the pink phenomenon. That reminds me. No, well, I'll tell you. Um, just, what's her name? You're Kate Blanchett. That's right. So she used to live in Hunters Hill, right? And there's mm. a little park on the corner. Name escapes me as you go down the peninsula. Anyway, Harry was having, it would have been like his fourth birthday, fifth birthday, little birthday party down the park. Just a few mates coming over. Hide and seek. And it says quite clearly it's a fenced off park. No dogs. No dogs allowed. And over, just where he's about to start the hide-and-seek, there's a lady sitting up against the fence with a dog. And I go over, like I'm going over to say, oh, look, we're about to start hide-and-seek. I don't mind, your dog's fine, on the loose. It's Kate Blanchett right. sitting there. And Do you I say no dogs? Care. Yeah, I don't care if you Kate Sorry, Blanchett. Sorry, Kate, no dogs. Yeah, no, no dogs. Off you go. Off you go, Kate. Okay, how many movies you've been in? But there she was. She was at a little birthday party. Um, we're being one told rule for a, one, rule, yeah, one rule it. for others. That's not, that's, the sign did say no dogs. We don't care if you're Kate Blanchett. No dogs. <laughs> we're being told there's a function on the Service New South Wales app where you can share your digital licence with the club when you go to sign in. It goes straight from your phone to the club's sign-in system. If you've actually done this, you can let us know. It's an easy process, apparently. 0457736736. So it's just you don't even have to... Sign the old thing, the paper and the carbon paper. <laughs> no, get the copy of the signature and just go bang, press a button, mm. you're in. Pink didn't have that. Um, well, maybe they don't some, do, offer that yeah. in the States. Maybe there's, maybe they can't do that. Yeah, but I'm that. saying she would have maybe. had a phone. She must have had something on the phone that identified her, surely mm. something. As I well, said, you'd it, think so. You know, not everyone walks in with a you know social media account with 20 billion followers. Well, Muzz yeah. yeah. M- Muzz has doubled up. He said uh, because she had no ID, it was the law. Okay. So we're, we're dealing with the law, well, not not just the poor security it's bike. But it's pink. It's pink. Mm. You let yeah, pink no. in for dinner, eh? What are we coming to? Pink's coming in here. She's not going to cause any trouble. Yeah, Davo said the bloke that, that, that wouldn't let pink in, he should be working border security. 
Right. Um, now, just an update on what's happened there in uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, street parade. Now, it appears to the Chiefs, look, there's no, it's nowhere near where the players were parading. But as Vanessa mentioned in the news, there have been shots fired. This is the report. We have the latest report. Between eight and ten people have been injured and two people have been taken into custody. Uh, but obviously we'll keep you across that story. But it happened in the vicinity of the parade. I mean, the whole city be... You know, everyone would be wearing team colours and what have you, but it wasn't the it wasn't like the shooting was not that it justifies it in any stretch or makes it any better, but it wasn't on the parade like you know crowd waiting for players and there's someone with guns out there. Yeah, but I've I've seen pictures of it and the the station where where they were searching when when you came out of the station that was all cordoned off for the crowd for oh. the for the parade so they were. The crowd there outside that station that was the problem area was there for the parade. Uh, boy, that Hunters Hill sounds like a scary neighbourhood. <laughs> Collaroy. Yeah, oh, Collaroy. Uh, now, this one from Damo. That wouldn't have helped Pink without a service New South Wales account. I was at the Manly Skiff Club on Friday and can confirm the guy on the door is old per Brandy. There you go. So it's an elderly person, perhaps, on the door. <laughs> Not uh, that yeah. it's... Not that it's bad getting old, but... There we go. People are great, aren't they, across Sydney? That park on the corner, Aaron's fired quickly, and the park on the corner is called Harry Shelley Park. That's right, Harry Shelley Park. It's just got some swings, a bit of climbing gear, uh, little benches, just a couple. It's not big at all. And, you know, let the council know that we've you know got it, so you do have to pay a little fee, you know, put a little sign-up that that table's yours for the day. You're going to be there for an hour and a half. And Kate Blanchett took no notice of the sign and brings <coughs> a dog into the park. Right on um, the, uh, the, hide, the what, what was it, with the little mm. hiding the stuff around the joint? Yeah. What's your piece seat. of the action? Yeah. Uh, it's the law not to use your aircon after 10 p.m., but we all do it on those sweaty nights. Really? What? What? Say that again. <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> It's the law not to use your aircon after 10 p.m. at night, but we all do it on those sweaty nights. When, when, when's that become what, a law? What's the law? When did that, that be a law? <laughs> what you be talking about there, Willis? It's 10 after well, uh, 8. We go in all areas. We've got Les Kiss coming up. I might even play. When we have Les Kiss on, can we... Dan, in the next few minutes, you have to dig out his, um, his first try in origin. Playing for Queensland. There you go. A little assignment for Dan. Can he come up with some commentary of Les Kiss? Let's go to the bag. The bag with his regular segment on the program, Brandy. What wisdom does he bring to the show today? Bag, welcome. Oh, very, very nice welcome, and thank you very much for that. A question this morning. You're talking about coaches' contracts and the like, and I was just wondering how long the like assistant coaches and the support staff are locked up for, and. Uh, the dynamics around that, because there's a salary cap around the support staff in rugby league, isn't there? It's called a yep soft cap. So so and it is um, it's around five million dollars. So how how sort of stringently is that uh, policed? I, I guess uh, I think I think it's been it's it's been because it's only relatively new. They've given the clubs a little bit of leeway to get themselves to a situation where. Uh, this year, I think it's policed pretty heavily, and there will be fines if clubs break the uh, the soft cap. And that extends to like physiotherapists, like what? what what's I the think, umbrella I think it's that all, falls under all, the... Yeah, it's all your off off 
field spend mm. bag. So so it's even even uh, things like uh, travel. Like there, there was, you know, I'm, I know Panthers had a chat with the NRL about their the, the World Club Challenge and, you know, what money would fall under the soft cap. So it's just, about, it's just about everything you spend on your football program. How does that work for the Warriors who have to travel every second week? Well, no. Well, I, I, be, I think that would be a dispensation there. Yeah, of course there would. Yeah, there would. But, I, I yeah, there's, there's different things that they, they charge you for. But it's around $5 million bag. Very good. Well, you have a great day, boys. I might head yeah, down to me. This is a very good feed there. Mm. Yeah. No, no good, good. At all good stuff. When, you, when are you back on the, the rig? Uh, Monday the 26th, I fly back, Brandy. So, uh, yeah, the dark clouds will be forming up then. But yeah. we'll get amongst <laughs> it. Well, you still got a bit more than a week up your sleeve. So enjoy it, Bag. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Well done. Um, I've been to the Manly Skiff Club. too, getting some calls about this. Manly Skiff Club, 100 times. They usually have completely pleasant young girls on the door, and I don't think that phone ID thing will work with an overseas mobile. So there's a bit of mail as well. We're getting very serious with this. Agree with that, um, you. Yeah. Pink not getting in there. Okay, just, just a snap poll. Pink mm. is standing in front of you at a club. Is it, are you under the obligation for the law to apply, or does Pink come in to have dinner? She's going in. She's going in. Yeah, she's going in. She's here. You go, Pink. Yeah. You know, and and there's a microphone up the front if you if you want <laughs> yes. to use it. Phil, yeah. go for karaoke it. Karaoke night. That's yeah. it. Um, surely Pink's got to got to go straight in. I I know there's the law and that. I know there's you know, the but, law. But, but it's, it's, we all bend what the law, we don't we? You know, what have we petrol, become? spoons, towels. Like we all bend the law at some stage. <laughs> Right, yeah, well, <laughs> not all of the above, not all of the above, but yes, um, slippers, slippers, definitely, slippers, yeah, shampoos, yeah, conditioner, body lotion, that sort of stuff, the little tubes. Um, Les Kiss is our next guest. Th- this is good, boy, how boy, he's lived a life because I, I remember Les Kiss for North Sydney, the Queenslander who came down, played 100 games for the Bears, um, try scorer, decent goal kicker, good winger. Um, and, a, and a terrific character, uh, you know, a good, a good fella to talk to as well, smiling. But since rugby league, rugby union has taken him all over the world. But now he's back with the Queensland Reds. But before we get him on, here we go. Dan's come up with a good lieutenant. Dan, well done. Les Kiss. Let's go back to State of Origin. What year are we talking, Dan? What, what year? It's going way back, 80s. I reckon 86. 86. All right, let's go with it. This is Les Kiss playing for Queensland. Short pass to uh, Miles, and it goes to Belcher. A long flat around there for Kiss has been knocked down by Hetherington. Hetherington's lost it. Kiss picks it up and scores. What a try. What a mistake. I don't believe it. I see it, but I don't believe it. There you go, Ian Maurice. Now, I reckon Les Kiss might have been 21. When he made his origin debut, let's find out. Les Kiss, welcome to Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Vossie, Brandy, a long time no talk, guys. Great to be on show, guys. Thank you very much. And, and, and that's a memory. It's one of the most odd tries. I did nothing. All I did was pick up an error and jump over the line. So, But I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Kissy, it's great to have you ago. on. Uh, and, and I informed the boys that well, we, we toured together. 86 Kangaroo Tour. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, yeah. Kissy, I do remember the night that uh, 
I think we played Halifax. You hurt your knee. And Doc Monaghan, Doc Bill Monaghan, wasn't sure how bad your knee was. And I remember <laughs> there was me, you, Desi, and might have been Terry Lamb. And I don't know why. Why were we wrestling in, in the room? And yeah. and I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. this isn't good for Kissy's knee. Like, <laughs> And you needed a reconstruction, <laughs> didn't you, in the end? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the night and... Um, I got thrown over, my knee went again, and I went to see um, Doc Monaghan again. I said, I think there's something wrong with that. He just gave me a couple of pills, and I was okay. <laughs> That's just, I know we, we're here to talk rugby union, Les, and there's a lot to focus on, and your life in rugby union. But if we may, just, just down memory lane, 1986, you come down to Sydney to play your first year in first grade. You, you achieve mm-hmm. that. You play Origin and you play for Australia and go on a kangaroo tour. Bloody hell, that's a year. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a season. Yeah, it was a bizarre season, really. It was, uh, you know, the North Sydney Bears. I remember when I joined the Bears, the, um, you know, they said, you know, it, it's a, it, a really good ground, North Sydney Oval. You know, you know, the kids are fighting, they jump in the fence, and the police catch them and make them go back in and watch the game. You know, that type of thing with the North Sydney Bears. But uh, we had a we had a good season, and uh, you know. I was really fortunate to, to be able to get the call up, but it, it, it was one of those things where you see it with a few players, don't you, where things just seem to click and, and it just went on and on. And I, I, I believe one with the with the Australian team that year, Mal or someone got an injury and they called me up and I, I suddenly I'm on the wing. And and it went well for me. So it was a, it was a bizarre year. It started beautifully, and but it ended up, ended up with the reconstruction of the knee, as you mentioned there, Brandy. Mm, yeah, not, not good, but... The start of that tour, before you hurt the knee, before we were wrestling and throwing each other around the whoever's room it was, Wigan at Central Park to open the tour yeah. into first test at Old Trafford. Like, yeah. incredible scenes. Central Park, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen a, a better ground full. When we, Me and Vossi have been talking suburban grounds this morning. Central Park full is a dream. Yeah, it was massive, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's um, it's memories. You know, you tell people you played in that turf, you know, they go, no way, no way. But it was it was superb, wasn't it? Yeah, good yeah. good old days. It's good to remember. It's um, you know, from Wigan to you know around the world now with rugby, it's been a, a bit of a whirlwind for sure. But it's it's been an enjoyable journey, I've got to say. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, rugby union chapter of your life. Um, now, I'd be right in saying. Um, how, how far back are we going? Were you first with the Waratahs like early 2000s? I, how it happened, I was with the London Broncos coaching and um, I got called back to be in Sharpie's coaching team with the Northern Eagles. I'm going back to those days in uh, the late 90s. And uh, and Frank Panisi was the, the manly assistant who, who came aboard and I was the North Sydney Bears uh, assistant that came on with Northern Eagles. And Frank and I are good mates. And he he helped uh, trigger me up with a, a, a contract with the Springboks. So my first ever rugby was with the Springboks. So you can imagine I'm a skinny young winger over there trying to tell a big African what to do. Uh, it was uh, it was bizarre, but it was probably the best education uh, to be introduced in that way with such a, you know, a country that's so embedded in terms of what rugby means to them. So I learned, I learned rugby through the eyes of the Afrikaans first, and the, and, and the Zulus, and, and of course, and, and, and that wonderful culture they had there. And then I, then I had the opportunity to join the Waratahs for six years before I headed north to Ireland. 
Yeah. Uh, did you know anything? Like, did you have a liking for rugby? Like, what made you? What made you think while you're the Northern Eagles? What made you think? Well, I'm, I'm going to give rugby a, a crack, and 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 not only will I give rugby a crack, but I'll be a defensive coach. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, don't forget Muggo, John Muggleton had a bit of success, didn't he? And it, and it, yes. I think it piqued a lot of interest in in, in rugby league coaches uh, uh, that you know there's opportunity there because I think in the eighties and nineties, you know, all that period, the, the Wallabies were you know a very good team to watch and a lot of good things about it. So being involved in rugby, I think, was piqued the interest of a lot of coaches at the time. I was just fortunate to be in the right place at the right time, I think, and it worked out nicely. And, and once it started, I've got to say, uh, guys, once it started, it gets hold of you. It's like anything. You get a new interest in something, and um, it, it, it snowballed. And before I knew it, I'm in Ireland, then I'm in England, and now I'm back at the Reds. It's, it's I, I don't know, it, it mm. doesn't seem real at times, uh, but it's been um, a fantastic experience, I've got to say. Yeah. To be able to be embedded and, and engaged in both the, you know the great games, rugby league and rugby union, to the depth I've had at the level I've had, uh, is a blessing. I, I don't take it for granted. That's for sure. What but, a career you've there, carved out! Yeah, I'm amazing. I, but but I'm thinking, is there an itch you want to scratch with rugby league coaching? Is as that or is that bus passed? Um, I think there will always be an itch, without a doubt. You know, um, you know, maybe maybe a skills role just to help out with a club one day. But I don't know because. It's so difficult to get back into, and the, and the calendar of a rugby union career, uh, year is difficult to get out of and get into. So back into something else. But coaching is coaching. I think if you've got, if you understand coaching, what it really is about, it's not just about technique and, and skill. It's about you know how you pull people together, how you how you help young men find themselves in many ways in parts of their life, and then and you use the medium of the sport to actually find out how good you can be and how, and, and, and what type of human you can become. So. Those types of things are, are all through all types of coaching. So I don't think it would be a tough one to come back in. I'd need some pretty good coaches around me for sure. But um, there is an itch, but I, I think it would be passed by now. I've, I've got a mission here now with the Reds. We, we, you know, we open up in the 24th of February. The, the round one, we play the Waratahs. And that's, that's similar to the origin, isn't it? So it's a New South Wales coming up here to play Queensland. And, and you know, to, have a, to think that I would have had Maroon another maroon jersey on uh, to represent the state i didn't think it would happen but it's um you know that's bizarre in its own right so i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to the 24th actually you know there's no given you know these these types of new south wales versus queensland games are massive so looking forward to that first one uh kissy when you're at uh, when you're at uh, north sydney did you ever go out with the boys to the manly skiff club did you ever ever get to the skiff club? yeah yeah you did yeah, probably you too did. many times mate Oh, okay. So you know the Skiff Club well because we've been talking about Pink, who's out here to do a concerts. Uh, she rocked up. She booked a table. She paid a deposit. Oh. She rocked up to the Skiff Club, uh, yeah. and wow. and they they said, uh, "Nate, sorry, I can't come in. You haven't got any ID." Now a number of our a number of our oh, listeners are texting in saying, uh, "If Les Kiss was on the door, even since we've learnt that, well." By law, you you can't let them in. But would Les let Pink in if he was working on the door? Oh, mate, without a doubt, I would. I'm actually going to a concert on Friday night here at, at Suncor, so I would definitely, definitely let her in through the door. So. Well, that's, that's, that's just common sense. Well, hey, back in yeah, the day, too, is. a lot of rugby league players, and maybe still is, but a lot of rugby league players have been dormant at Leagues clubs. You know, that's part of their little 
Um, side hustle for their little career. The employment, they would be... Were you ever yeah. a dormant at North Sydney Leagues there, Les? I reckon you might Oh, be. mate, no. My, my motto when I played was when in doubt, run out. You know that guy. So I wouldn't have been any good as a dormant. Bloody hell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, back on the serious stuff, just on one thing, Melbourne Rebels, it brings no joy to anyone. Um, you know, these, these are people's livelihoods being um, placed in jeopardy here. Yesterday, 11 people fired... They've got $17,000 in the bank. There's only four-month contracts on offer. It's a, it's a perilous state. It's a, it's a dreadful situation. Oh, look, it's not good at all in any form, but um, God, I know the ins and outs, but it's, it's, it's not nice when a club goes down. I was at London Irish in, uh, last year, and we lost. We got pushed out of the competition, 132 people out of a job. You know, it's to manage those types of emotions in a place is tough in, in anyone's world. And I'm not just talking about the, you know, the big boys that play. You know, you've got agents that look after you and help you get somewhere. But the people who work in the office who sell the tickets, there, the, that's the toughest space for people in a club, people who don't mm. have the same resources that we have. Uh, it, it, it is sad. I know that good people are trying to to find solutions in the best way possible. Uh, I'll leave that to their pay grade. But, you know... Our thoughts with guys like that because it is tough, mate. And um, and not only the big boys, as I said, there's a lot of people who work there that you know um, that that love the club, love the sport, and and now they're now they're they're feeling the pain of this. So it's not it's not a nice thing for sure. Kissy, I don't I don't know what your relationship is with Eddie Jones, but we we spoke a lot about Eddie uh, towards the back end of last year, following the World Cup, uh, and then over the break, uh, Eddie becomes the Japanese coach. Um, I wasn't shocked. Uh, did you follow the story and were you shocked when he did end up being announced as the Japanese coach? No, well, I know Eddie pretty well. He was the English coach when I was with the London Irish team over there, so we caught up a fair few times there when he's looking at players for his English team. And, you know, I, I, was, I joined the Waratahs through Bob Dwyer and Eddie Jones back in the day when it happened. So I'm not surprised, um, you know, that... It's it's a it's a strange, bizarre world coaching in a way. You know, we, I don't know why some people don't know why we do it, but there's a certain reason we do it. But it's a tough gig, and um, you know, there's a time that that things didn't quite work out with the Wallabies, obviously. So you know, coaches we have to look for for jobs in a very fine art world. It's not there's not jobs everywhere. So I, I wasn't surprised, and it probably suits him. It probably the market that really suits him now uh, to go back to Japan and see what he can do. But um, but look, we, you know, I'm focused on trying to do what I can for the Reds. If I, if I can do something well for the Reds that helps Australian rugby and, and, and just gets us back up again, you know, I would, would have done done my part in it anyway. Well, good start last week. We had a little touch-up of the uh, New South Wales Waratahs. Les, been an absolute pleasure to catch up and, and cover so many <laughs> different parts of your life. But I, I'll <laughs> say this as a rugby league man you're forever a North Sydney Bear, and that's a tremendous badge of honour to have that you are a North Sydney Bear, Liz. So oh, thanks, thanks for coming guys. on the program. Bring back the Bears. Hey? It could be happening. It could be happening. Could be happening. Look, thanks, Good to talk to you. Thanks for guys. Great to chat, and we'll, we'll chat soon. Thank you. There we go. Les Kiss, busy man as well. Now with the Queensland Reds, um, Super Rugby here. It is 27 minutes after 8. What a, what a star Les Kiss was. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. There's some texts uh, coming in. Frank says, Les Kiss, good bloke, great interview. Another text, no name, but says Kissy dot 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 keeper. So very impressed with Les Kiss. Keep them coming on the Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736. We're running a little bit late for the news with Vanessa, but here she comes with the 830 news. 
Uh, thank you, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. As Vanessa just mentioned in the News American News outlets, are now reporting that at least one person has sadly died in that shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Nine people injured. If you're just tuning in, this is some of what you've missed today. Ivan Cleary on the program. Hammy Goodman's Valentine's Day. Romantic afternoon at the Marsh Cup at North Sydney Oval. What a story. Uh, Moch Karianis with the big NRL news of the morning. Les Kiss, who we've just had on, and some good feedback there. Um, Frank on the text says, um, Les Kiss, good bloke. Great interview. Mm. Yes, um, yes, Kissy yes. a keeper. You've, you've given him all the raps I've, in the I've world. I've given Kissy the raps, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's 10 there. There's 10 there. 10 raps. Yeah, People love Les Kiss. People there's love North Sydney Bears brandy. So if, if you want to catch up on any of that you've missed via the podcast, just search for Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Andrew, just on the text that said it was uh, breaking the law if you had your air conditioner on past 10 p.m., apparently it's around the noise. So the JEL oh, says air conditioning message, law is around noise. Yeah, so if you live close up and to mm. you know, your neighbour and they've got and the air conditioning unit outside, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't affect them the noise, but it's right outside your bedroom window. Yep. Where the, where the yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I, I I don't know how often it's applied. Don't know where the police are getting heaps of calls about. Can you go around and mm. you know put the word in here that they've got to turn their air conditioner off? Yes. Yeah. Do you leave your air conditioner going? Oh, not overnight, really. Really, mm-hmm. overnight? No, and it's not near anyone. It wouldn't, the noise wouldn't worry anyone. No, no, because no. you're out in the farm. You've That's it, yeah. Neighbors. Worry yeah. the rabbit, actually. It's next to the <laughs> rabbit enclosure. Little Beniri the rabbit, it'd be, it'd be a bit mad about it going on. Drive the, the animals. Yeah, drive <laughs> the animals crazy. And, you know, uh, yeah, the reptile says, that, look, watch Wallaby's documentary the other day. Eddie Jones acts like the love child of the Joker, Riddler, and Willy Wonka, all wrapped in one. Absolute wow. nutbag. Says That's, the a, <laughs> <not bad. laughs> That's a hell of a description. Hell of a description. Um, yeah, you gave all the details of the uh, podcast. Um, we're, we're going to push things along with the podcast this year and, and, you know, heaps of really good guests lined up. We also, texts we can't get to. We want to put together a little program of those that we just don't get to through the course of the morning. So we'll uh, look into that and get that up and running. Um, and how do you find the podcast? You just search for Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we're not in tipping mode yet, so we're not going to be tipping winners of trial matches, but just so you got your head around, there is a bit of sport on tonight. Uh, first of all, in the NBL, last round of competition, uh, Hawks v Wildcats tonight. Good luck to the Illawarra Hawks. Uh, what will happen if they win tonight? It definitely spells the end of any mathematical chance of the Kings making the playoffs. Right, so it'd be it'd be all over Red Rover. It's only a slim chance anyway for the Kings mm. going into the last round. But Hawks, Wildcats, Hawks can take a giant leap to playoff spot, having mm-hmm. been last earlier in the season. And the Wildcats have come good. Yeah, yeah, but but not not unbeatable. I mean, right. the Hawks beat the Wildcats in Perth just a few weeks ago, so they'll fancy their chances at home. Um, and Rugby League tonight, and you can watch it on Fox League live. Um, pre-match coverage, 6.30. Game kicks off at 7 o'clock. Bulldogs in Melbourne. And, you know, there are stars on show. And like well, Carriana said, the fullback clash is, is fantastic. Ryan Pappenhausen mm-hmm. back on deck. Um, yep. Blake Taff gets the number one for the Bulldogs first up. But then all the young players, and if you're a Bulldogs fan, eight of the squad tonight played in the Jersey Fleet Grand Final last year. 
Plus, you get a first look at Bronson Cherry in four years. Matt Burton and Drew Hutchison. Hutchison getting the nod ahead of Toby Sexton to start in the number seven. Yeah. So that's the start to the pre-season challenge, and it's all over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The last part of the show is all you. Get on the open line right now. I want to hear from you on the phone, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you'd like to have a chat, we're back in a moment with all your calls and texts. Welcome back to SEN, 11.70am in Sydney. Cloudy day with showers increasing later, heading for a top of 25 in the city. A little cooler in the west, 23. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. And uh, let's go to the football desk. Dan, there's a Champions League. Well, there's two Champions League matches. Uh, there was two yesterday. We're in the round of 16. So these are just the first legs. There's two legs when you get to the round of 16. Man City and Real Madrid won yesterday. PSG two up, uh, 2-0 over Real Sociodad. That's 86 minutes into the game. And Lazio, 1-0 up over Bayern, who are down to 10 men. Had someone red carded. That's 89 minutes into that one. Right. Right. Harry, um, what's his name? Harry Kane? Any trophies? Still trophies? Trophies? Trophies, Harry? Yeah, I don't um, know. Uh, police in the States say they've uh, arrested two armed men. Which two? They're all armed. Crazy stuff. Well, they are all armed. Everyone's armed yeah. in America. Yeah, it's a horrible situation. It's meant to be a day of celebration and this happens. Uh, up-and-coming player, thanks to Nilex. Elevate your summer garden maintenance with Nilex's watering products. Water like a Nilex bird. Uh, available at Bunnings Warehouse. I'll 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 go early, early crow um, in the Bulldog side tonight. You're talking young talent. He'll wear jumper number 24 tonight. Not sure what the plan is, how many minutes he will get, but the tag on him is big. Barella Bears Jr. His name is Joseph O'Neill. Now he was the halfback and captain and the player of the match in that Bulldogs Jersey flag grand final winning side last September. Um, they come from behind to beat the Roosters in that grand final, 22-20. And, you know, star halfbacks, if they show potential, they are mm. nuggets of gold. Canterbury think they've got a good one in this bloke. They're not, you know, going to shouting it from the rooftops. They're going to bring him yep. along slowly. Tonight he'll get a little taste of it. Will he get first grade this year? Not sure. Um, you know, once the season's up and running. But he'll get a taste of it tonight. And all of you can watch. Number 24, Joseph O'Neill, our up-and-coming player, thanks to Nilex. Haven't the Dogs got another good halfback, Mitchell Wood, that they've added to their top 30? He's part of the SG yeah. Ball squad. Yeah. He's, yeah, the he's not part of tonight. He's not no. part of tonight. But, uh, yes, he's there as well. He's in their so, top 30 already. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and they would have had Oluapu as well, Um Carl That's was part right. of the Jersey Flag side, but for um, the injury and, and you know medical concerns he's going through. So things have happened at the Bulldogs, and they won the Harold Matthews last year as well. Now, I know it doesn't automatically mean success, but it's very Penrith-esque mm. that they had their under-17s and their under-21s win titles last year. So some hope for the Bulldogs. Let's go across the Dutch to Wellington, the New Zealand capital, the Warrior-holic for the first time this year, Brandy. He's back. Warrior-holic, g'day. Welcome back, gentlemen. Footy's back. But he's back. You betcha. Oh, mate. I'm so excited to see this game on uh, Sunday. Warriors against the Tigers here. We have got some absolutely outstanding young talent there about to be unleashed on the NRL. Mm. Not to mention RTS and um, Chanel coming back. Yeah, unbelievable. When, when you look at the signings, like to pick up Artie, Roger, get him back into the game, and then Chanel Harris also, Tavita put, put his hand up and say, look, I, I want to come back too. It's... um. It's quite a coup, isn't it? 
for two players that weren't playing the game last year. Hey, Brandy, do you know a young fella, Luke Hanson, that we um, picked up from the, the um, Panthers over the off-season, young half? What, what was his name? Luke Hanson. Luke Hanson. No. Apparently he's um, no, a young half. No. Yeah, but, the, um, well, there a was a couple of, of young, young halves that left Penrith last year um, that moved on. Uh, one went to Cronulla, uh, and obviously one's moved on to the Warriors. You don't know. Yeah. Just, just quickly, a couple of names for you guys to watch out for on Sunday. Um, Zion Maihu, an absolutely explosive uh, young prop there coming through, and a young guy, Patrick Moimoy. Think of a young Joey Leilua in his absolute prime, but much more consistent. Okay. So two two names, Moi Moi and uh, yeah, Zion. Yeah, mm. a front rower. I did. I, I was reading about him the other day, Warrior-holic, about the young front rower, and he does look good. Oh, I can tell you, Luke, like he's going to be a handful. Luke Hanson did play 5'8 in the Panthers' uh, jersey flex side. Had been in the system since 2020. But, um, you know, investment by the Warriors. They've offered him, well, I think it's a three-year contract, is it not, Warrior-holic? So there's a bit of faith in the kid that they'll um, that they'll bring him along. Warrior-holic, great to hear from you as always. Uh, Brandy, did you end up going to uh, kick in uh, yesterday for lunch? Kicking in. Kicking in? Kicking yeah, in at DY? So. No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't. What? But I, I put a photo up. I sent it to Ben. Yes. Uh, we were at the Kicking In restaurant uh, two years ago uh, to the night. So the 13th of February, and it just mm. happened to be the me celebrating two years yesterday. Mm. The night before I started here with you, Andrew, I was at the Kicking In restaurant at DY. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Serious. And you'd forgotten. And, and you know what they do? Uh, they, 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 they put the seafood, they just, they put big, um, almost like big placemats out and they just throw the seafood on the, on the, on the placemats and you, you dig in. It's, it was very good. Right. Very good. Okay. Um, there's, there's information coming through here. It's been a very busy morning. We've got some breaking news from the office of the uh, Prime Minister. Um, this is quite big. From the Prime Minister. Just boost that music up, just a burst. Going to keep you in suspense. You might want to pull your car over, folks. Uh, this is from the office of the Prime Minister. This is a true story. Anthony Albanese has proposed to his partner, Jodie Hayden, and she said yes. The Prime Minister is, is going to get married. There you go, Jodie Hayden. I wonder if it's done on Valentine's Day or has it been done over breakfast this morning or is it breaking, like, breaking news like the moment it happened or... Did it happen yesterday? And there's been a few things happen in between, and now it's broken. I, rec- I reckon it happened yesterday, and nice maybe touch, she said elbow. maybe yes. maybe she thought about it overnight and just said yes today. I don't, I don't oh, that's another possible story. It wasn't where I was thinking. Yeah, keep the music going. So elbow, that romantic. A, a photo has just gone out on elbow's social social media account. So perhaps it did happen on Valentine's Day. The planning. He's got so much on his plate. Tax cuts and all the rest cost of living um, and elbow has pulled it off so to speak uh, on Valentine's Day we reckon with a proposal mm. drop down on one knee and all that wearing a Newtown jersey great stuff if you'd like well, to send your well wishes he comes across as a romantic type elbow does he yes, uh, yes. never struck me 
Um, if you'd like to send your well wishes for Albo, send them through on the text line, of course, 0457 736 736. And Brandy will pass them on when he next plays tennis with the Prime Minister, if he can fit it into his schedule. Well, Brandy's he's been is. absent recently. Yeah. He's been busy. Yeah. All right. Eight minutes to nine. That's, uh, I think that's happy news. Good luck to Albo. Um, getting married. It's an institution. Uh, and who wants to be an institution? Seven and a half minutes to nine. Vossi, Matt White coming up after 9am. He'll be joined by Adam Elliott from the Indigenous All-Stars camp. There is a stack of text messages that have come through about Albo. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, will Reggie Rabbit be the best man? Uh, Western Sydney Eagle says, uh, you're stuffed now, Albo. And uh, would Albo be having a Bucks in Vegas ahead of the South game? The oh, bag. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, so yeah, lovely sentiment in uh, the bulk of them. None of uh, the bulk we can't read. Uh, we won't. but thank you, thank you for taking the time to text us zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. It has been another very entertaining show, Brandy. Your week comes to an end because it will be James Magnuson in the co-host chair tomorrow. So yeah, you got to get four days in a row. Little... I need a rest after four days in a row. Yeah, well, well done. You've done well, but you'll be on deck with Fox League tomorrow night uh, around the All-Stars coverage. I'll be at Belmore tonight, uh, so watching the Bulldogs in Melbourne firsthand will bring you all of that again. I'm speaking through the kick here. Good luck to the Hawks tonight against the Wildcats. Go, you Hawks. Go, Justin Tatum. Get them home, brother. It's been an incredible sporting story. If they make the playoffs... Just, just make the playoffs. Will be absolutely amazing, Brandy. Yeah, they, they had horrible, was last. it was it two of their first ten or something like that? They had wooden spooners last year. Horrible mm. start of this year, and now yep. in with a chance of the playoffs. Just, um, just well, before we go, yes, uh, You suggested that uh, Albo had pulled it off by popping the question to his partner yesterday. That was well said by you. Says one of our texters. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, we say you handled that right. well. He's getting married. Uh, Matty White coming up. This is the home of sport, 1170 SEN. Uh, Brandy's done and dusted for the week, but James Magnuson in the chair tomorrow. Plenty more to listen to. Don't go changing your station. The home of sport is the place to be. Ben.